Yo, yo, what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, April 3rd, 2023. Time is 10.46 a.m. Eastern Time. You're on with another episode of The Bridge, episode number 158 of The Bridge. We're down with Big Brown Brown, Big Christian, Christian's all the same. Here, I'm bringing my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives. We're going to talk about things that we like to discuss, mainly for me, music, sports, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level. Things that we talk about every single day. We got a packed show for you to get into today. We got um, March Madness results, NCAA results, as the National Championship, Women's National Championship game concluded yesterday. Uh, we definitely got some um, tragic news that happened. Of course, the um, school shooting that happened in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Philadelphia teenagers that was killed walk while walking to school. Uh, migrant um, place that was set on fire down in Mexico. Uh, definitely praying for the people that were impacted by the 25 plus, I'm sorry, by the multiple, multiple tornadoes that stretched all the way from the south all the way to the east coast. Uh, we got uh, international news involving um, Israeli Prime Minister and China pretty much warning the U.S. Um, updates on the war in Ukraine. Another freight derailment. Hall of Fame class is coming up. They're going to announce their class in the NBA for 2023, as well as other situations I'm going to talk about. But as always, the past three years, I'm going to get into some COVID and some vaccine updates. As of right now in the United States, 104 million plus cases of COVID still here in the United States, 104 million plus. 1.12 million people have died as a result of COVID. 69% of the country has been fully vaccinated. Once again, 104 million people, 104 million plus cases of COVID still here in the United States. 1.12 million plus people have died as a result of COVID. 69% of the country has been fully vaccinated. As I always say every week, if you ever listen to me, people, please go get vaccinated as soon as you possibly can. If you're eligible for the booster shot, get the booster shot. Doing nothing is not an option. I understand you might not want to. I understand your reservations for getting the um, vaccinated and getting the booster shot. But sitting, doing nothing. If you get sitting around doing nothing, is not an answer. It's not an option. So, people, please go get vaccinated as soon as you possibly can. <clears throat> well, let's get right into it. Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States, the first president ever, was indicted last week by the New, by, um, New York grand jury. He was indicted in reference to the hush money that he offered Stormy Daniels during his campaign run back in 2016. And if he is, um, he will be arraigned. He should be flying into New York tomorrow. He should be arraigned tomorrow. And he is facing up to 30 counts in reference to the hush money that was offered to um, Stormy Daniels, porn star Stormy Daniels. Um, I just, when I saw the headlines across my phone, when I saw it across my tablet, when I saw it across the TV, Donald Trump indicted. I thought I would never see those words. I thought I would never see it. I thought it would never it would never happen. But there may be hope for the American justice system yet. Just maybe. And the fact that all the things that he's facing, tax evasion, fraud evasion, messing with the election, everything that happened on January 6th, all the num- numerous things that he could be charged with, the fact that an indictment caused by a storm, an indictment caused by a storm, and her name is Stormy Daniels. This could be the very thing that brings him down. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what all the charges will be. And 
everyone that's out there saying that there's going to be death, there's going to be destruction, there's going to be chaos, and yeah, you will be locked up or dead, you will be locked up or, or die, if it, if, it, if, it, if it does come to that. But there may be hope for the American justice system yet. Because he was saying they named it, he was he was basically called Teflon Don because everybody figured that he could do no wrong. He was, he was not going to get arrested. He was not going to get indicted because it seemed like everything that they were trying, the cases they were trying to build, it seemed like nothing stuck. Stuck. But thanks to the New York Grand Jury, New York Attorney General, uh, Alvin Bragg, I believe that's the New York uh, Attorney General for New York. They basically said, nope, you're not getting away with this. No one is above the law. And they just proved it. Because if this didn't happen, if this charges and arraignment and him being charged with he's being charged, if they didn't, if they would have let this slide, if they would didn't bring these charges up, up to get, bring these charges to the to the forefront. All the words like freedom, independence, justice for all, justice is blind, all those things that we love to say. As far as being Americans in this country, you just threw it out the window because it wouldn't matter. But the fact that he is the first president in American history to be indicted and facing criminal charges, well, you're the first, Donald. <laughs> you are the first one. You made history. You're the first president ever to be indicted and to be facing charges with 30 plus charges coming before. So, yeah, you're the first one to do that. And everyone that is still supporting him, everyone that still believes in him, yeah, okay, I don't know why, but it is what it is. But yeah, Donald J. Donald J. Trump, the first president ever to be indicted and facing more than thirty counts, and it was a and it was a porn star by the name of Stormy Daniels that brought all of this to a halt—an indictment caused by a storm. Anyway, let's move on to another topic. Um. My thoughts and prayers are still still definitely with the um, people in Nashville, Tennessee. Of course, we all know last week, 28-year-old woman uh, who was identified as a transgender woman who, who went to the school um, that was involved in this mass shooting. She attended that school, and apparently she had a problem with that school that she didn't agree with, I guess, the rules and the politics of it. So all these years later, she comes back with AR-15s and other assault rifles and kill innocent people because you had a problem with the school. Three kids and three adults that had nothing to do with why you had your problems and your issues. Nashville is another city on the list of mass shootings. Nashville is another list of schools on schools on the list of school shootings in this country. And I was just discussing this with my wife earlier today. You would have thought in this country after Sandy Hook back in 2012, Sandy Hook, Connecticut, you would have thought after that school shooting with those with those kids, most of those kids and to those kids who survived that mass shooting are either graduated high school or probably in college by now. You would have thought after that some type of legislation would have been signed. Some type of paperwork would have been put in place that both sides, Democrats and Republicans, could have agreed to to stop this slaughter and to stop this madness and this chaos. But we all know what side of the fence is not playing that doesn't want to have this happen because the NRA supports the Republican Party. The 
The NRA funds the Republican Party millions of dollars. And they realize that if some type of legislation does come down the pipe, it's going to affect their money. Steve Harvey said the best on his radio show the other morning. They don't want to give up their position, their power, and their money. It doesn't matter who kids get shot, how many kids get shot and killed, black or white, rich or poor, Republican or Democrat. They don't care. It doesn't matter. Too many kids, too many kids have been killed. Too many kids. Too many schools have been added to the list. Too many cities have been added to that list also. And I have a relationship with God, and I'm not ashamed of that relationship with God. And one of the seven things that God hates is hands that shed innocent blood. Innocent blood being shed is never okay. It's never accepted. And this country has shed so, so much blood has been shed at the hands of this country and the people of this country. It's enough to fill up all the oceans in the world. You could have signed something, you could have put some type of legislation, some type of paperwork in place that could have stopped this. She purchased, they say she purchased, this lady, this, lady, this 28-year-old lady who shot up at the school in Nashville, they say she purchased seven guns within days of the shooting. And no type of red flag was put up. No, they just said her family and friends were saying she was having problems, she was having issues, but they never thought she was going to take it this far. And fact that is is this game of well they we're gonna we're gonna blame this party or blame that party i thought preservation of life and and safety were like the number one things of any entity in this country any entity any organization i thought preservation of life and safety were the most important things i don't care how rich you are i don't care what race you are I don't care how much money you have. I don't care where you're from. I don't care what you drive or where you live at or how much money you have in your account. Preservation of life and safety are the two most important things, especially in a school, one of the most vulnerable places on this planet is a school because you have children, helpless, innocent children. It's sickening, man. It's sickening because I I love don't don't and one of my favorite things is never never confuse ambition with avarice. A v a r i c e avarice is just flat out greed because one party's decision of not signing paperwork that can stop this because of greed is just sickening. Because they don't want to give up their position, their power, and their money. No matter how many innocent babies get slaughtered that don't have to be. Unnecessarily. I'm going to say it again. Hands that shed innocent blood is never accepted, is never okay. And someone's going to have to answer for it. Another tragic situation. A local, a local teenager, about 15 years old here in Philadelphia, he was walking to school last week about 7, 7.30 in the morning. He gets into an altercation with some guys. They, they show up, and I don't know what was said or what happened, but all of a sudden, this teenager was shot multiple times and was killed walking to school. Um, my heart goes out to his mother, his father, his family. 
because no parent should have to go through that. I don't care what the situation was. I don't care what the argument was. No parent should have to go through that. My heart broke when I heard his mom speak and I heard his father speak on the news basically saying they didn't have to kill my son like that. They didn't have to do him like that because of whatever took place, whatever argument that took place. It wasn't even worth all of that. And now a 15-year-old son, now a 15-year-old child is gone. And I'm pretty sure their mother and father, hardworking, decent, law-abiding citizens trying to make them better. Make a living and do the best they can raising a child here in the city of Philadelphia. My wife, I've been living in Philadelphia since 2005. August will make 18 years I've been, I've been living here in Philadelphia. My wife and her family were born and raised in Philadelphia. And the crime and the chaos here in this city, man, every single day, it's, it's, getting, it's, it's crazy. It's getting out of control. It's getting out of hand. I, I, you, if you don't, you have to stay prayed up, man. You have to stay prayed up. You have to stay vigilant because it's hard out here. It is extremely hard because you just don't know when it's going to happen. It's like blowing wind. It comes and it goes. You don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know how strong it's going to be when it comes in. And you don't know who it's going to hit, who it's going to affect. It's violence in the streets of Philadelphia. It's bloodshed. It's just, it's too, it's a lot. It's too much. I have a, I have a two-year-old daughter and I have a 10-month-old son. My son is soon to be one years old next month. And I pray every single day. When I drop my wife off at work and I, t- and I take my kids to daycare, I pray relentlessly, Lord, please have a protect. Please, Jesus, keep them a protective fence all around them, a protective hedge around them. Because, as I just said in the last segment, schools, people out here, this hate, this violence, this rage, this chaos. In the city of Philadelphia, Nashville, doesn't matter. It's just running rampant. And it seems like you can be literally sitting on your stoop, sitting on your front porch, sitting on your front steps of where you live. You can be in a daycare. You can be in a school. You can be in a church. You can be in a movie theater. You can be in a barbershop. You can be out eating, having a bite to eat. You can be sitting in a park, minding your business, walking your dog. And this gunfire just rings out. And it's just... Sometimes, man, it's just too much, man. It's just too much. Uh, my thoughts and prayers are definitely going out to the people who are suffering through these um, tornadoes and thunderstorms and whatnot that reach all the way from my home state of Mississippi, Texas, Arkansas, the Midwest, and even up here on the East Coast because I was at work and I worked in Wilmington, Delaware, and we had um, tornado warnings that stretched across that from that area of the South that hit Pennsylvania, that hit Maryland, that hit Delaware. Um, these storms are just, they come in, they're coming in rapidly now. And it's just, I believe uh, people, uh, they were saying at least five or six tornadoes, that warnings that touched down here in Philadelphia. It's just, people, please go and uh, donate to the Red Cross, donate to your local uh, city councilmen, to your elected officials. Donate whatever you can to help these people out because it's coast to coast. These storms are stretching from coast to coast. So people, please do what you need to do to help those who are in need. Because when you have a, when you have a storm like that, when you have a natural disaster like that, all help is good. It doesn't matter where it comes from. No matter who it It doesn't matter how how big or how little. Whatever you can give, please give. So thoughts and prayers definitely going out to those people. Thoughts and prayers are definitely going out. 
um, to the people that were um, there's a, there's a uh, fire set a detention migrant to detention center near the U.S. Mexican border last week during the protest. I believe 40 people died and dozens more were injured. Don't know exactly. He said it was during the protest and uh, some mattresses were caught on fire at that detention center, so a lot of people lost their lives. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to say it's something political dealing with borders, the crisis at the border. That's always something at the border, but when you have a lot of people to lose their lives like that in that fashion, um, all you can do, all, all you pretty much can do is offer your condolences and, and, and prayers for those families because that's something that could have been avoided if possible, but my thoughts and prayers definitely go out to them. Um, in other international news, I wanted to get into real quick. Um, last week, uh, during the um, attack in Syria, uh, six U.S. troops were diagnosed with traumatic brain injuries following the Iran-led group attack in Syria. Uh, Israeli Prime Minister slams Biden. He says Israel is pretty much not another star on the American flag. And China diplomats warned the U.S., basically for the interference, the allegiance with Taiwan. So, like I said, last week, um, lines are being drawn in the sand on in every country, in every region, in every area of the world. And it's just certain parts of the world, if you are an American, you're not welcome there. Speaking of which, an American journalist was detained in Russia, basically saying that he was trying to get information um, basically, they were thinking he was a spy, so he's being charged as such. He's being held. I don't know exactly what they're trying to do to get him released, but my thing is this. This war in between Russia and Ukraine started in February of 2022. This has been going on well over a year now. Any American in that part of the world, I don't understand why you're there. I understand you have a job to do, but your job is not worth your life. Your job is not worth your freedom. There's just certain parts of the world, if you are an American citizen, you're just flat out not welcome. You don't, they don't want you there, and you are risking your life and your and your and your um livelihood. Your freedom is on the line. Your freedom and your life is on the line. Being an American citizen in certain parts of the world, especially if you're a journalist being a slash spy trying to get information. Something. Yeah, man, you may need to, um, hmm. any American in Russia, Ukraine, China, North Korea, any part of the Middle East, you might want to pack up and get the heck away from there as soon as you possibly can. It's not welcome, and who knows when it'll be, because the leaders of these nations are meeting, they're having planned, they're meeting, they're having dinners, paperwork is being signed, resources are Exchange and America's not welcome on a lot of uh, a lot of parts of the country, a lot of parts of the world. Um, here back in the states, we had another freight derailment in uh, Raymond, Minnesota. Um, BNSF, a freight company, spilling large amounts of syrup and ethanol. Don't know if anybody was hurt. Don't know if any uh, fatalities came of that. I believe the town did have to be evacuated. And I'm pretty sure the EAP and FEMA and everybody involved in that situation will be looking into it. Other medical news I want to get into just real fast. Over-the-counter Narcan has been approved by the FDA and could be ready by the summer. 
My whole thought process was I thought we were trying to get people away from drugs, period. Not give them further tools and resources to continue making them into junkies. Continue the sickness that they have. I thought the goal, I thought the whole goal was to try to wing them off the stuff. Not give them stuff to pacify and further um, give them further means to, to want to get high because knowing if I just pop this one or two cans of Narcan, I'll be okay. And that just gives me, I can just, just pop this Narcan and I'll be fine. I can continue to get more sick, more high. And eventually, we all know what it's going to lead to. It's going to lead to, it's going to lead to death. It's going to lead to destruction. So you're basically pacifying your sickness. You're not curing it. You're not trying to help you get rid of it. That's just my humble opinion about this situation. Let's get into some action in the association known as the NBA. The NBA season is winding down. I think there's three games left in the NBA season. So, um, let's jump into some scores real quick. Let's get into some scores real quick from yesterday. Um, bear with me just a second. Sunday, April 2nd scores. Uh, my Spurs got a win. Uh, in overtime, San Antonio Spurs beat the Sacramento Kings 142-134. Toronto Raptors beat the Charlotte Hornets 128-108. Brooklyn Nets defeated the Utah Jazz 111-110. Chicago Bulls defeated the Memphis Grizzlies 128-107. Portland Trailblazers defeated Minnesota Timberwolves 107-105. In overtime, Atlanta Hawks defeated the Denver, Ma- Denver Ma- Mavericks 132-130. New York Knicks defeated the Washington Wizards 118-109. Orlando Magic defeated the Detroit Pistons 128-102. Los Angeles Lakers defeated the Houston Rockets 134-109. Phoenix Suns defeated the Oklahoma City Thunder 128-118. Cleveland Cavaliers defeated the Indiana Pacers 115-105. Milwaukee Bucks defeated the Philadelphia 76 117-104. And the Denver Nuggets defeated the... uh, Golden State Warriors 112 to 110. Congratulations to the Los Congratulations to the Los Angeles. I'm sorry, Los Angeles. To the um, LSU Tigers women's basketball team, 2023 national champions. First time they have been national champions in school history for the women's basketball team, defeating Iowa in, in very convincing fashion. Um, of course, everybody wants to talk about the trash talking at the end between uh, the LSU girls and the Clark girl from um, Iowa. Um, it was a good game, great players. They're going to be great WNBA players. But my thing is this, um, keep the same energy. Keep the same energy because when Clark did the John Cena hand just of you can't see me to the Louisville team last week during the Elite Eight, nothing was said. They said she's a competitor, she has heart, she has passion. And, and and nothing else to be said. But the same girls um, from LSU did the exact same hand gestures to her. They're classless. They're thugs. They're 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 uh, hooligans. They don't know any better, and it's tasteless. Keep the same energy. But then again, people tickle me uh, when they say that everything turns to race so quick in America. I'm like, this is America. Race will always be a factor. Racism is always there. Especially when you have two teams, 
one team being predominantly, one team being mostly white, and the other team being mostly um black against each other. That race factor is always going to be there. When the when the when the team when the when the when the, when the girls when the white uh predominantly white team show emotions, they're high fiving, they're making hand gestures, they're talking trash. Oh, they're just competitive. They're showing that fire. They're showing their spirit. That's just that's just them being. Uh, they want to win. They want it. But a team mostly full of black girls make the same hand gestures, say the same things. Oh, they're a bunch of thugs. They're tasteless. They're they're classless. They don't know any better. They shouldn't even be here. They shouldn't even be allowed to be on the stage. Whatever. To the victor go the spoils. And to the ladies, the beautiful ladies of the LSU Tigers, congratulations to you. Say what it is you need to say. Don't back down, but don't start. I mean, don't start none, but don't back down either. Because when you're the champions on any level, you've earned the right to say what you want to say. You've earned the right to um, brag a little bit, boast a little bit, have confidence and swagger about yourself because you are forever a champion and no one can take that away from you. Doesn't matter what this country, doesn't matter what nobody in the world has to say. So to the young ladies of the LSU Tigers that won the national championship, congratulations to you. You deserve it. You earned it. You balled out. And to everybody else in America that has something to say as far as calling, you know, being hypocritical and contradictory about things, oh, well, get over yourself. It is what it is. The men's national championship game is tonight between the uh, San Diego State Aztecs, their first time being in a national championship game against the UConn Huskies. UConn is the favorite. Definitely looking forward to that game tonight. Congratulations to Class of 2023 Hall of Fame class, um, headlined by Greg Popovich, Tony Parker, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Gasol, Becky Hammond, as, uh, along with others. So this class is a very international flavor class. You have representation of Germany with Dirk. Spain with Paul Gasol, and France with Tony Parker. So this is a well-rounded, well-international international class that's going to the Hall of Fame and well-deserved. You have MVPs, uh, finals MVPs, champions, gold medals, anything that you want in a class, this class has it. So congratulations to them. Um, Congratulations also to Gail King. Gail King signed a 12-year deal, um, signed a deal worth $12 million with CNN. She's the highest-paid um, employee anchor on CNN right now. And there's works that she's trying to do, maybe possibly do a show with Charles Barkley. Now, that is, you talk about yin and the yang, because as we all know, Gail is going to do her thing and be professional and and present information and topics and, and whatnot. And Charles Barkley, he may be thrown off the cuff. He may say some things that will make your eyebrows stand up. So that should be an interesting show if the if it's in the works and if that happens. So um, also uh, actor Jonathan Majors pretty much cleared from assault charges. Seems that way because video said the video footage will show that he actually tried to call 911 because the person that he was involved in the altercation with may have not been right in the head, or she was may have been um, um, disoriented a little bit, but he was the one that was calling 911. He was not the aggressor. He was not the one initiating uh, the assault. He was the one trying to um, calm the situation down and by calling 911. So hopefully the videotape will vindicate that and, and validate what he was trying to say. So thank God for video. 
And also, man, it's all tragic news. I wanted to say rest in peace to the nine soldiers that were killed in a Black Hawk training exercise in Kentucky. Um, that's tragic, man. I mean, this is this is this happened on um domestic soil. So two of my my both of my brothers they um retired from the Navy. Um, assistant laws in the Navy. Uh, uh, family members that are in, family members, friends that are in all branches: Coast Guard, Army, um, Marines, Air Force. So I respect the military and everything that they represent. So to have a situation like that, where they're just training here on domestic soil and to lose their lives like that, that's a tragic situation. So I just want to give my thoughts and prayers to those family members because anybody that's in the military, I understand that is not easy, that is hard. And so they, you get all the respect and salute you in every branch of the military. So just wanted to put that up there real quick. And we all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, cultures places, and statuses. But we are more alike than we are different. When we can see each other as human, find common ground and interest, begin to pick each other's brain and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully. Only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. Another episode of The Bridge. Get down on Big Ron Brown. I will be posting this to my Twitter page as well as my Facebook page. And uh, people, please stay vigilant, stay safe, take care of each other, pray for one another because we all need it. Um, hate affects all of us. So it's going to take love to help all of us. I'll say that again. Hate affects all of us. So it's going to take love to help and heal all of us. That's my word. That's my that's my spiel for today. So I get at you guys next week. Until then, stay safe. Look out for each other. Have a good one. Peace.